The Christmas story isn't just another story. It's our story. And it's not a finished story. It's the beginning of a story that's still being told. All the sights, all the sounds, and all the songs of Christmas are meant to remind us that this isn't just a random collection of words on a page. It's a story that's been crafted with great intention and care. A story that was created with every person in mind. A story that was meant for you and meant for me. Well, Merry Christmas, everybody. That was lame. Wow. I mean, I know snow, ice, and all the rest of it. Let's try it again. Merry Christmas, everybody. There you go. I'm so glad you're in the room with us. And uh, to those of you that are at home, I've been getting a lot of texts with crying faces today because they just simply couldn't navigate roads in order to be able to be here. But I want you to know, if you're watching at home, that Christmas was meant for you too. And it's not an oversight that you're watching. In fact, I'm more grateful for online church today than I have ever been before because I know there are living rooms filled with people across the county and across the world. I've got friends who are watching from Trinidad, Tobago right now, and I just love the fact that they're all with us. So could we encourage those who couldn't get here today and just thank them for being along with us today? If I haven't met you, my name's Grant. I'm just glad you're here. Several years ago, Laurel and I purchased a pre-lit artificial Christmas tree. And for several years, it was magnificent. I mean, you just set it up, decorate it, plug it in. I mean, it was perfect. Until last year, a small section at the bottom of the tree did not light. Just like the tree to my right on the far side. And now that you've seen it, you can't unsee it. And it's going to bother you for the next 45 minutes. So no big deal though, right? Last year, I just added some extra Christmas lights to it, worked my way through it, not that big of a deal. Got through Christmas, put this tree away. This year, I put up the tree, I plugged it in, and there it was, my OCD Christmas nightmare. Large sections of lights are not illuminated. The lights are not twinkling, Clark. That's what was happening in my living room. I checked fuses, reconfigured plugins, and nothing worked. So I came up with a great idea. I'm going to delight a pre-lit Christmas tree. I have two words to describe the outcome of that decision. Not good. What started as a great idea turned into a two and a half hour odyssey of pliers, side cutters, blood blisters, and words of frustration running through my head. I ended up with a small mountain of wires, plugs, bulbs, and cords. And I'm going to say this. If you're watching from wherever you are right now or in the room, and it's your job to pre-light artificial Christmas trees, I want to commend you, because you are extremely thorough with your job. The amount of clips and zip ties you use is absolutely admirable. I also want you to know, I've permanently removed you from my nice list, and there will be a lump of coal in your stocking, because what you do to people is just twisted and wrong. That was my opinion. Okay, so, after I got the pre-lit tree de-lit, and then lit again with my own lights, I began to think about my motivation. Some people might chalk it up to OCD. That would have been a factor. But the truth is, I just wanted the tree to look good. I wanted it to be perfect. I wanted to create an amazing Christmas for everyone who came into our home. And this motivation towards trying to create the perfect Christmas, it affects all of us on the same level. Why does Clark Griswold say 
250 strands of lights, 100 individual bulbs per strand for a grand total of 25,000 imported Italian twinkle lights. Why was he doing that? Because he wanted to pursue the perfect Griswold family Christmas. Why does Buddy go in search of his dad in New York City? Because he's dreaming of the perfect Christmas reunion. Why does Ralphie's dad actually buy him an official Red Rider carbine action, 200 shot, range model air rifle with a compass and a stock and this thing that tells time? Why does he actually buy him the gift? Because he wants to make Christmas for his son perfect. Well, many of us have been in pursuit of the perfect Christmas. And this is what we need to know. For every single person in this room and watching at home, God has been creating the perfect Christmas for you for centuries. And it's always been meant just for you. The Bible says, all the way back since Genesis, that God's been creating. In the beginning, out of nothing, God created light and atmosphere. He split the water with the sky and called it good. He designed land and plant life, and the world began to come alive. God constructed the sun, the moon, and the stars to govern the skies. And then God, even more, God got even more creative. God made birds. That's impressive. <laughs> and filled the skies with living things. He filled the water with amazing creatures that were unique and individual and playful. God imagined and assembled animals with style and with humor. <laughs> and then... God made humankind in his image. He created a perfect world, and it was perfect. Perfect design, perfect relationship, and perfect balance until sin shattered it. Anybody else noticed? Sin wrecks everything. It just does. And that could have been the end of the story. God could have said, fine, we're finished. But it wasn't. Even though mankind walked away from the perfection of our relationships that God offered, God would not walk away from mankind. And this is how it worked. Sin had created this uncrossable separation between man and God. But God loved his creation so much, he actually came up with a plan to reconcile the relationship. God wanted to build a bridge over that great divide. And so he put in plan a place or put in place a plan to create the perfect Christmas so that you and I could actually be restored in the right relationship with God. And I need you to know this. Everything that God has ever done since the beginning of time was done just for you. This whole Christmas thing, it's personal. It's for you. And then 2,000 years ago, God spoke Jesus over every single one of us. Jesus was the answer to reconciling mankind and God. God spoke Jesus over us, and he spoke Jesus to us. 700 years before Jesus was born, the prophet Isaiah, God came to him and spoke Jesus over him. He said, for unto us a child is born. To us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. And he will reign on, his day, his, on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. And I love how this prophecy ends. It says, the zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. God spoke to the same prophet again and said this 700 years before Jesus showed up. 
He inspired Isaiah to put pen to paper and he wrote, the virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. God spoke Jesus to Mary when the angel said, don't be afraid, Mary. You found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son and you are to call him Jesus. He'll be great and will be called the son of the most high. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father, David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. God spoke Jesus to Joseph when the angel said, Joseph, son of David, don't be afraid to take Mary home as your wife. Because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She's going to give birth to a son. You are to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. Christmas story is amazing. The Bible says at the fullness of time, which means at the perfect moment in history, God the Father sent his son into the world. You've heard this verse so many times. I hope you've not become hardened to it. For God so loved you. You. For God so loved the world, he gave his one and only son. Whoever believes in him would not perish, but have everlasting life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Did you hear that? God loves you. Even if you don't love him back. God loves you. He gave his son for you, not to condemn you, but to save you. And he sent his son in the most unusual way. I mean, instead of a royal coronation befitting a heavenly king, God chose to send his son humbly and quietly at the fullness of time. God's perfect timing. God slipped the Messiah into a small town in ancient Israel. He chose a righteous young man named Joseph and a righteous young woman named Mary to carry out this amazing miracle, this divine conception. And here's what's perfect about it. It wasn't perfect. It wasn't pristine. At first Christmas, it was challenging and difficult and human, just like your last week challenging and difficult and human everybody trying to get stuff done while you're battling snow and ice and the elements joseph and mary were struggling misconceptions and misunderstanding were swirling around them in their community can you imagine joseph and mary trying to explain what was happening to the guy down the street can you imagine him responding okay let me get this straight you two've never been together now you're pregnant and an angel told you it was all God's plan really I mean that struggle that this young couple would have faced it's so real but that's why their struggle matters if you're struggling this Christmas that's real and it matters but just like Joseph and Mary you can stay true to God's plan for one reason Christmas was meant for you for you. So get the picture. Mary's nine months pregnant. Nine months pregnant. Gentlemen, you can exercise as much empathy as possible right now, and it's still not going to get you in the right realm to understand what it's like to take a 90-mile donkey ride when you're nine months pregnant, okay? Mile upon mile to get to Bethlehem, because the government had ordered a census, Right? Perfect timing, right? And Joseph and Mary reached the town and there was no room for them. You know why? Because God was making room for us. A stable became the birthplace of a king. 
the very animals God created so beautifully. They were the ones to bear witness to the birth of Jesus. It was challenging as all human birth is, and it was perfect. It didn't feel perfect, and it didn't look perfect, but it was perfect because while God's plan may be challenging, it is always the very best way, always. Mary and Joseph are dealing with real pain and a group of outcast shepherds just doing their job in a field outside of town are greeted on a regular night by an angel choir that makes a declaration. Hey, the Messiah you've been waiting for, he's here. Here, in that little town right over there, and you should go check that out. We talked about this a few weeks ago. The shepherds were banned from testifying in a Jewish court because they were unclean. They were just a little too messy for everybody else. And that's who God chose as the first eyewitnesses of the birth of Jesus. And there is a message in there for every single one of us today. And it's this. No matter how disqualified people may say you are, or how disqualified you may say you are because of your past, your choices, or your sin, God still has a plan. He still has a plan. And he wants to invite you to witness the transforming presence of God in your life. So here's what happens. The shepherds rush to Bethlehem and here's what they find. An exhausted mother, an emotional dad, and a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes. A sign of God's love. A gift from God for all of us. A gift that was the savior of the world. The truth is, I cannot do the Christmas story justice, so I'm really hoping this beautiful song might help out. Andy, if you would. Talked about an angel, told him where 
started with Merry Christmas Mary and it's continued to grow. Merry Christmas, Glenn. Merry Christmas, Andy. Merry Christmas, Forey. Merry Christmas, Diana. Merry Christmas, Kathy. And the circle just continues to grow and grow and grow because on that very first Christmas Eve, God spoke Jesus. He spoke it to the shepherds, and this is what it sounded like. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. Interesting fact, that phrase, do not be afraid, is written in your Bible 365 times. I'll let you do the math. Don't be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior's been born to you. He's the Messiah, the Lord, and this will be a sign to you. You'll find a baby wrapped in cloth, lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, peace to those on whom his favor rests. God was not saying that everything was going to be peaceful from that moment on. God was saying that in spite of what was going to go on, you can know peace. Even when your life is challenging, you can know peace by knowing the Prince of Peace. And when you receive the gift of peace that God offered when He spoke Jesus over your life. Praise the Lord. See, God was creating the perfect Christmas. He has been for centuries. The gift of Jesus has been offered. Here's my question Have you received it? 
The Bible says, but to as many as received him, to those who believe in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children not born of natural descent or of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God, which means this. Today, on this Christmas Eve, 2022, with the snow and the ice and everything else going on, today, you can receive the gift of Jesus. Today, you can celebrate the fact that Christmas was meant for you. Today, you can have a perfect Christmas moment. No matter what is happening around you, you can have a perfect Christmas moment when you receive Jesus as Savior because what you receive is peace, love, joy, and hope. Mm. On this Christmas Eve, I'd like to invite you to do that. I know many of of you in this room have done that. When I was eight years old, I received Christ as my Savior. When I was 18, I finally figured out that he just didn't want to be my Savior. He wanted to be my King and my Lord, too. So I had to revisit some things, and I'll tell you what, that decision that I made to follow Jesus was the best decision I have ever made. So today, I want to give you that same opportunity. You know, when I accepted Jesus, I had to acknowledge something. I wasn't very comfortable doing it, but it was true. I lived my whole life up to that point for me. So I had to confess. I had to repent of my sin, and I had to hand over the rest of my life to God's plan and God's will. And it's not always been perfect on my end, but it has been an incredible, amazing phenomenal ride not because of anything that I've done but because of everything he's done for me so today I'm going to invite you into that moment and if you'd like to pray with me I'd invite you to do that and I know some of us are going to have to concentrate can can I just say something because I just think it's cool some of you can hear babies in the room it's okay The cry of a baby shattered sin once and for all because he came looking to save you. So remind remind yourself of that. It's a beautiful thing, especially at Christmas. So we're going to pray together. When we pray around here, we bow our head and close our eyes just so we can concentrate. That's it. And I'd like to invite you, if today is the day when you want to receive the gift that Jesus freely offered to you, I'm going to invite you to pray this prayer with me in your heart. And we're going to pray together right now. Would you pray with me? Father God, I want to accept the gift of Jesus that you freely offer to me on this Christmas Eve. God, I acknowledge that I've sinned. I lived my life for me and not for you. And God, I want to ask you right now to forgive me for all of the times that I rejected you and the life that you offered to me. So right now, I accept your forgiveness. And I thank you for your love. God, all I have to offer you is the life you gave me. And so I'm going to give it back to you. And I ask that you would 
somehow use me to share the love of God with everyone in my life. God, I thank you for your grace and for your mercy. I know I don't deserve it, but I'm so grateful. So I thank you for the gift of Jesus. And right now, on this Christmas Eve, I declare him to be my Savior and the Lord of my life, my King and my all. God, thank you for speaking Jesus over me. I receive this gift right now. And I pray it in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. With every head bowed and every eye closed, maybe this is going to be the quietest moment for your Christmas. And if it is, I hope you'll just just kind of rest in it for a minute. I have no idea what you're dealing with. And I would never do anything to embarrass you. But I would love to be able to pray for you if you gave your heart to Jesus today. So if you would, if you prayed that prayer sincerely with me in your heart, would you just slip your hand up in the air? Just, just point it straight up in the air. Just hold it straight up. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. And God bless you too. God bless you all the way in the back. God bless you. God bless you. Best decision ever. God bless you. God, thank you for those who gave their heart to you. Lord, maybe that was the last thing they thought they would be doing on this Christmas Eve. But Lord, we are so glad you're still changing lives. So God, we speak the name of Jesus over them so that they would be reminded over and over and over again that Christmas was meant for them. So Lord, thank you for the gift of Jesus to the hope that we have on this Christmas Eve. We give all the glory to you. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. And all God's people said, amen. We need to speak the name of Jesus. So would you stand with me and let's continue to worship.